Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it and those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and you'll leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. So listen up and take notes because I'll show you exactly how to do it. This is Tiff from Tiffany Micah Podcast and welcome to this week's Lessons Learned. So last month I travelled to Canada. So if you haven't actually been listening to me before, I had an opportunity to go to Canada last month in August and take a group of ladies over there to play golf for 10 days. It was so awesome. And I must say it was the most amazing golf experience I've had on a golf tour um, and what I saw of Canada was absolutely, oh, it was absolutely amazing because we traveled to Vancouver and we stayed in Vancouver on our first, first day where we landed and, um, I went off for a walk. So if you live in Vancouver, hello. <laughs> um, but I love Vancouver, especially Stanley Park. And so I went for a walk down the foreshore and around Stanley Park. I didn't actually realize how big a walk it was because our flight here from Australia from Sydney was about 15, 15 and a half hours of flying time and we left um, around the middle of the uh, mid-morning and we actually got to Canada the following day which was mid-morning uh, which was early morning sorry Canada time and uh, didn't have much sleep and so on but what you want to do is acclimatize don't you to the area so off I went for a walk around Stanley Park but you know what I loved about it was there's so many activities there there was a par three golf course there an 18 hole par three golf course there too and there was so many people riding their bikes around or hiring there's so many places you could go and hire a bike and ride a bike around Stanley Park there were people running and there's heaps of um, activity swimming and there was a beach and there was this big pool and there was all these various activities that you could go and do play tennis everything it was amazing I loved it and then what we did is we then traveled up to Whistler and we played um, at Whistler and so the golf courses we played there were uh, Ferry Creek which was I think at Squamish on the way and then we played at Nicholas North Big Sky. Big Sky was at Pemberton, Nicholas North in um, Whistler and the Fairmont Chateau Whistler, which were great, great golf courses. And then we went across to Kelowna and played Gallagher's Canyon and, and Predator Ridge. Amazing, absolutely amazing, amazing scenery. Absolutely loved it. So can't wait to go again. Oh, Canada is going to be my go-to place. So it was, so it was absolutely amazing. But before I left for the trip... I had really great momentum because this is what I want to talk to you about is about struggling to get my, the momentum after break. And before I left and went on this trip to Canada, I had really good momentum working on my business, working on um, really finally, finally tuning my focus, really working on also my fitness, my health, uh, really working on every element of my life. And everything was, had really good momentum before I left. But what is the thing that happens when you actually take a break? And in my case, my break was actually going to Canada, which I would never not do that. It was amazing. 
But what happens when you take a break is you go off your routine, don't you? And the thing is, is when you go off your routine, things change. There's other things that come in. You want to go exploring. And in my case, you know, I played a lot of golf, did a lot of exploring, uh, went out at night, didn't want to miss out on anything, stayed up late, got up early, right? So full of adrenaline the whole time. It was only a 10-day trip. It was probably a 12-day round trip, but it was a very, very quick trip. And But in still doing that, and you're probably the same when you go away and you've taken a break, you still want to work on your fitness because it's just so much harder to get back, isn't it? So the, the things are is that um, what I made sure that I did was worked on my fitness as one because I love to do that and I find it it's much harder for me to come back to that if I've taken a full-on break. Um, I like to be fit and strong and I also like to maintain the flexibility in my body because I'm finding as I'm getting older, um, I'm stiffening up. So if you're a younger person, younger than me listening to this, I can thoroughly recommend make sure you do a lot of stretching and really looking after your body. You need to have like a a self-care management um, system in place to really look after yourself. So make sure that you are stretching each day and, and taking the time to work on your flexibility because I'm noticing, and I never had a problem as a junior and even in my 20s and 30s, but what I've noticed, especially in the last few years, is that my body's stiffening up more. So I need to make sure that I keep that right. So I just want to state the obvious is keep stretching, keep that flexibility. But going off the routine, what happens? What happens when you go off your routine, the momentum that you've built and you're in this break mode? You're not as focused as what you were. Of course you're not going to be because you're going to do something different. You're not as diligent as you were. Exactly, because again, you've gone off, you're doing something completely different, you're having a break. You don't have the attention to detail. You don't work as hard, you're out of your routine and you go off and you go exploring and you do all these wonderful and other things. And I'm not saying this is bad because I I think this is incredibly important to take breaks and you need to do that. But when you come back, right, when you come back home, when you come back to your routines, it is really tough to get back into that. And I came back from Canada on a super, super high, like absolutely everything about that trip, I just loved it, right? Absolutely loved it. And because I was on that such a high state, right? I was full on adrenaline. I wanted to keep that going. So I kept pushing that when I came back because I was on such a high. But by day four, after returning from the trip, what actually happened? I developed a form of food poisoning, something I ate, didn't agree with me. I was really sick. I was incredibly wiped out, especially after that. And I actually call it, I crashed and burned. So what I had also developed when I was away was because I love sweets, right? So I have a sugar craving at times and I go through that when I have a break, when I'm not as diligent. So one of my biggest weaknesses probably is my number one biggest weakness is fudge. And I actually haven't had any fudge since I went to England last year, um, which was in June, July, but hey, when you're in Canada, you've got to try the maple syrup fudge, haven't you? So <laughs> that's what I did. And also I found a really cool um, chocolate shop uh, called the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Shop in Whistler. My gosh, the fudge that they had there was delicious. 
so what what actually happened I started to eat you know some fudge each day and as I as I do with that type of fudge because I love it I want more right so I'm not out of control and I can't say that I binge eat or anything like that but I do love sweet things so when I was recovering in this recovery from the crash and burn state as I call it I started to crave more sweet things and I started to crave more sweet things because I was tired right I was physically tired I'd been sick I was you know my sleep patterns were out because I had that they call it jet lag but you're just living in a different you know you live you're staying in a different country different time zone so you're really having to readjust so I um what I had found was that I really struggled with the the routine that I had set before I left I really struggled to get back to that where I was doing intermittent fasting I was doing cleansing days and I was finding that I was getting a bit a bit slack and during that and I was still doing that intermittent fasting and cleansing and all that but I would make excuses I'd go okay well I've done the fasting now I can reward myself right I can have something sweet again oh let's have some maple syrup right or oh let's have some honey and bread or let's have a chocolate oh, let's have a lolly or something like that. Or I've done, you know, I've done a cleanse day. Oh, I can reward myself because I've done it. But the whole idea of fasting really is to release the sugars out of the body. That's my intention. Get rid of the toxins, get rid of the sugars so that I can get my body functioning so much better. I can get back into that highly focused state that I like to be in. But what I was finding that I kept making excuses and really, if we look at it, what were the excuses? What was the real cause of these excuses? Well, I'd stepped out of my routine, I'd had a break, and then I expected that I could slot straight back into that routine. But you know what? I couldn't. And I actually try this every time. So every time I go away, I break the routine, I go exploring, I do all these wonderful things, have a wonderful trip, you know, you try all these different foods because you, know, you can't miss out on anything, can you? And I try every time that when I come back, really struggle with this. I really struggle to build and and step off the plane and, and regain the momentum that I had lost. And so what I find is that when the momentum has been broken, it really takes up to about three weeks to really get it back and and I'd actually broken that routine so what I'd actually done sorry what I'd actually done is I had broken that um the my routine so I'd been away for three weeks but what I'm what I find is that it takes up to three weeks to rebuild that momentum to re regain that flow state or that feeling of confidence that you're back on top and that's what's starting to happen now now I'm starting to feel like I'm coming back on top again Right, I'm starting to feel more confident. I'm starting to slot back into my routine easier. I'm not fighting myself, right? Mentally, I'm not having these mental arguments like, oh, well, you've done the work. You can reward yourself for that. Right? I don't believe in depriving myself either, and I don't believe that you should deprive yourself, but it's managing yourself better, isn't it? So the first thing I want to say to you is, is don't write yourself off because you've lost your momentum. What we need is we need a plan in place to rebuild the momentum. And this is really highlighted for me because each time I've come back from doing a golf tour, 
I don't do them so I haven't done any this year this was the first one that I've done this year it's the only one that I'll do I've done quite a few in the last few years to various places around the world but what I found was that I didn't have a plan in place of okay well what what will I do to rebuild the momentum I'd just try and do it and I'd crash and burn and it'd take me a while to get back in place so how do we rebuild the momentum this is for you okay so the first thing that we need is we need a recovery plan so this is what you need to actually be doing the first week that you come back and what a recovery plan is is a plan in place that you've actually you've actually taken a break but you'll need a recovery plan from that break to ease yourself back into your routine okay so I'm calling it a recovery plan you could call it a transitional plan but I'm actually calling it a recovery plan because you know like when you go away sometimes you feel like you need a, a break like you need a holiday from your holiday don't you so what we're doing here is we're creating this recovery plan from your break so that we're transitioning you back into getting that momentum so here's some suggestions on what you could do here so one is really fueling your body with the with the nutrients that your body really needs so that you're regaining, rebuilding, reco- recovery, okay? Um, so you need some specific nutrients and, and food and supplements and so on to um, really fuel your body. So if you don't know what those are, you can find a lot of information on the internet about that. There's there's things that, that I use. I'm not going to share them on this episode today but I'll be looking at sharing those in in the future and and I'm exploring and examining and and testing and trying out various nutrients and various food supplements and so on so I'll share in in a future episode you got to drink plenty of water okay so when we go off track when we've had a break we tend not to stick to hydrating ourselves the right way so make sure you drink plenty of water uh number three self-care and what i mean by self-care is really stretching and doing some yes definitely you want to do some light training and ease yourself back in but really stretch your body out really spend more time on on creating more flexibility so you're letting your body recover and number four is getting plenty of rest and what i mean by plenty of rest is allow yourself to sleep okay because we need to have a we need that recovery in place okay so it takes time, and the point here with the recovery plan, I just want you to understand that it takes time to get back into a regime. So I want you to make sure that you have that recovery plan in place. And this is going to take one to two weeks really of doing this to really help you recover. And then number two, and, and you want to do this in the second week, but still work on your recovery plan for the first first two weeks. In this second week, though, I want you to set up your week. So I actually want you to plan out your week. And so the first week, the plan is really to work on recovering, okay? The second week is really to set up your um, set up your week. And what I mean by this is like one is to plan your outcomes for the week, which you should reflect on your quarterly outcomes or your quarterly results that you want to achieve. Look at those. So that it gets you to start focusing, okay, what is it that I need to actually accomplish this week? And then what you then need to do is you need to write out your daily schedule on how you're going to accomplish that in, in that this coming week. So things that you should also include is the type of sleep you need, the training, the skill work, the, 
the food that you need to be fueling your body with, um, supplements if you need supplements, the flexibility that you need to be working on. Also learning and growing, so starting back into making sure that you're actually working on educating yourself as well. Could be just even in nutrition as long as you're learning about something. Number three is then taking action on that plan, okay? So week one, recovery plan. Week two, setting up your week. And like I said, the recovery plan may still be part of that second week as well. And number three is starting to build the momentum because if you actually repeat the previous week, setting up your week, so you do it again, you actually start to plan out what you need to achieve. So you'll actually find that by week three and definitely week four, you'll actually start to get back into your momentum and you'll start to feel much stronger. So I don't want you to give yourself a hard time because you've actually been really struggling to get back in momentum because you've had a break. It's all fine, okay? But the thing is we need to make sure that one, you put the recovery plan in place. Number two, you actually put a weekly plan in place. So remember, you're looking at your quarterly goals. You look at your monthly goal, what you want to achieve for the month, and then you plan out what you've got to achieve this coming week. And then three, you just keep repeating that each week, okay? So it's all about making sure that you're achieving your outcomes for the week. And what you'll find here is when you start doing that, you'll start to get back to where you were, or if not, you'll probably be striving further ahead because that's what I find is once I go back and build into the momentum of where I was at, I actually start noticing that I'm striving further ahead than where I was at. And I want to ensure that that happens for you. And you'll probably find that that happens for you. And then guess what? You'll start to see the results happen. And that's what we really want for you. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed today's uh, lessons learned or this week's lessons learned. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard. And uh, if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate too if you could share these episodes with your friends. And Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Have an absolutely awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet downloaded the number one deadly mistake athletes make, make sure you go to tiffany-mika.com and download the number one deadly mistake athletes make because I don't want you to make that mistake. If you can also share with me what you like best about what you heard, where you hear this episode in the comments section. If you can also share with your friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes and please leave a five-star review where you hear these episodes because I would really appreciate it. Dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day.